All right. <laughs> I'm Kevin. Oh, oh, wait. Okay, okay, okay. Let's do it one oh. more time. I wasn't ready. Oh, my gosh. I'm tired of this conversation, so I'm ready to go, baby I'm boy. I'm so mean. Okay, one more time. I'm Kevin. And I'm Jose. And this is Music for Your Eyes. A podcast about music videos we love, hate, and should have been made. And this week, Jose, we're talking about what I think is actually the first music video I ever remember seeing in my tiny brain. <laughs> Waiting for Tonight by Jennifer Lopez. Waiting for Tonight. So it's so funny. I didn't. I haven't told you this, but this song and um, "Objection Tango" by Shakira from Laundry Service. And you know, I love Shakira. Love I Shakira. I would dance to this song, like these songs, in my room. I was very young. We were how old were we? I was seven years old. I was seven, and I was yeah. dancing alone to it, moving my hips in my room. And my sister walked in. And oh, my hands were which, up, wait, and I just sister? stared at her, and she stared at me, and then she closed the door. I then <laughs> ran to my bed and burrowed and just went, this didn't happen, this didn't happen, this didn't happen. Um, Wh- was it your oldest sister or the middle sister? The middle sister. So she just always oh. lingered. She knew. She, she just knew that I danced to... alone in my room, gyrating, 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 gyrating my hips to both these oh. songs. So, um, Kevin, I'm waiting I for think, tonight. Um, I don't... I so so this is what's funny about this. Like mm-hmm. I have those memories of like when we talked about Britney Spears, I can remember those songs coming out and stuff. This is I like distinctly remember the music video. Like I mm. don't remember hearing it like in the car or on like a uh, that's what I call music CD or <laughs> now whatever. Like I don't remember that. I just remember the music video. Wow. And also this song, which is great. All right, let's get into this. Let's go. So, this song was released on October 27th, 1999. It was an international hit, and it was (laughs) J-Lo's third single off of her first album, On the Six. So, first of all, Drake stole his whole bit from J-Lo. This was her first album. Whoa. Her first album. So, So, I was looking into this a little bit, and this is... So, I think Jennifer Lopez is the most, like underappreciated woman in pop music. Mm, it's like mm-hmm, her and Pink mm-hmm. have been making music for like 20 years that is exceptionally good. Yeah. So you just like don't consider them like top of the top. For I don't, it's offensive to me. Yeah. But so she, so Jennifer Lopez got her start in like musical theater and mm. like, and like not Broadway, but like off Broadway stuff. And then she was in a couple of movies, including Selena. Oh, Yes. And in Selena, she didn't do any singing. They used her Selena's actual tracks, and she just, like, lip-synced She them. did so well. She did so well in that film. But while she was filming it, when she was, like, doing those scenes, she would be singing along. Like, and then they would just cut out her audio. Mm. And people were like, oh, you're actually pretty good at singing. And, like, no one wanted, like, not <sighs> no one wanted to give her a record deal, but people were like, ah, you're an actress. Do you really want to take this risk? And then she was like, yeah, I want to, I want to become a singer as well. And so that album came out, and this was... Uh, this hit number eight on the Billboard Hot 100. Nice, and nice. this is so funny. And you love this history, Jose. It started out as like a really terrible demo that JLo hated. Like someone brought it to her and they were like, <laughs> everyone except I think her manager was like, this song is awful. And they spent $50,000 to like rework the oh, demo wow. and convince JLo that it was worth It's like, worth the hit. Making. And like $50,000 in 1999, like 
we're probably talking close to $100,000, to improve the demo. Wow. Also, she released a Spanish version. It, I think it's called Una Noche, Una Noche Más. It's like one more really? night. Yeah, Una oh, Noche Más. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh. It, oh. Or is it, oh, now I have to look on my, oh, oh, I wish I was on my computer. I am on my computer, listeners, but I don't want to touch my screen. Is this, this is, I think this is probably my favorite J-Lo song. It's up there for me. It's Whoa, certainly up there for me. Dang. And a lot of outlets, like, ranked it as, like, her best song of all time, which in my head, if I was J-Lo, I'd be like, I put that song out in 1999, I would, and I career I, yeah, for 20 more years, really? and you people are still like, mm, she peaked early. Dang. No, get right to my favorite song, including that video. I love, um, I mean, Tens off of her album, AKA, is a phenomenal song. Mm, on mm. the floor <gasps> in high school. Oh I, my gosh. On the floor. Dance the night away. Grab somebody, drink a Oh, is, on the I, floor. I learned how to dance to On the Floor. Oh. Like, I really learned how to dance to On the oh, Floor. Oh, that, well, and that was also the start of, like, J-Lo realizing that partnering in, with Pitbull and other artists and songs oh, really yeah. benefits her. It oh, was yeah. like that's when the Pitbull, Pitbullization of pop music took off. Dynamo on the floor. But this one, like, a lot of outlets were like, this is your best song. But sometimes I think those places are just like, oh, the old stuff is the best stuff. And I'm like, J-Lo's had endless hits. So many hits. Endless hits. Endless. And so this song came out October 1999, and the whole Mm -hmm. concept of the music video is around Y2K and the impending millennium. And that's also, because the song is called Waiting for Tonight, and so it was this (gasps) perfect little tie-in of, like, Mm -hmm. Waiting for Tonight and New Year's Eve and what's going to happen. Would you like a brief sidebar where I explain why people thought computers were going to shut down on Y2K? Because I I had a computer scientist explain this to me. Yeah, let's explain to to the children what Y2K is. Okay. Let's do that. Oh, my God. So Y2K, Y year, 2K, (laughs) 2000, the year 2000. So computers, the, the, the date and time in them was only written with two numbers. So it would be like 91, 92, 93. And... They were worried that old computers, Mm. when they got past 99 to January 1st, would cycle back around to um, nothing, basically. They weren't sure if it was going to cycle back around to 00 or if it was going to go to 100. Like, they did, like, so they spent a lot of time updating these services. So the date and time was done with four digits. Mm. So it could go from 1999 to 2000. But, so have you ever had when your computer's acting really weird and can't find a file or something, it might say that it was created like January 1st, 1970. Have you ever seen mm, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen this. So, it's happened to me. So when computers were like kind of standardized the date and time of them and like how, how everyone was going to build computers, January 1st, 1970 was set as like the first date in your computer. So when, like, hmm. everything's really haywire and your computer's just kind of going back to basics, like, where the hell did this thing go? It goes to January 1st, 1970, because that's, like, the start date. Back to basics, Christina Aguilera. But Sorry, then when they, came, so when they came to Y2K, they were like, oh, some of these computers might cycle back to 1970, or they might just, like, freeze entirely because they don't have another number to go to. Or they might, like, yeah. go to the OO, but they won't know it's 2000. So everyone thought computers were going to break. And my dad had the funniest joke, though. He's like, I remember that happened, and everyone in New York was so worried about it. He was like, well, 
I mean, we're like 14 hours behind like other parts of the world. Like, we're gonna get a 14 hour head start if the world's ending. He's like, you know, that's true. It'll hit that's midnight true. in Tokyo, and if Tokyo doesn't shut down, we're fine. Yeah, remember 2012? That was a that was a moment. Too. I in 2010, I was in Penn Station, and there were people handing out flyers at the end of the world in 2012, and I was like, y'all Oof. are crazy. And then two years later, when that stuff was happening, I was like, they were organizing early, early. Like yeah. those you people know, you were start campaigning. out there. Yeah, so if we want to start a conspiracy to end the world, Jose, we have to start now for, like, 2022. I'm just saying. Jeez, yeah. Um, Again, $9 on the Patreon. We can hardly prepare for an episode, so you know. (laughs) No, we can't plan a a conspiracy to end the world. I don't know enough about whatever weird, slightly racist, like, Mayan ritual thing is going to happen. Yeah, no, we're not not doing that. So, here's some car facts about the music video. Oh, let's do it. Music video was filmed August 1999 at the L.A. Arboretum because they wanted it to have that jungle feeling, obviously. And it was directed Mm -hmm. by Francis Lawrence, who made the movie I, Robot, and then three of of the Hunger Games movies. No! Yeah. Wow! Which is all kind of... I like this. I like this. A beautiful, like, unintentional, but maybe this is his whole thing, that they're all kind of like futuristic leaning like what's gonna happen involving nature involving nature yeah no but yeah this whole so i thought that was so funny that and there's and there are some like music video directors who like flip into like feature films and stuff but i thought that was so funny his most famous ones were also about like technology and what's gonna happen next and and the jungle obviously that was so funny to me and it was choreographed by Tina Landon, who worked with Michael Jackson and Janet Jackson. Tina Landon! We've talked about Tina Landon together, haven't we? Oops, I did it again. There we go. This was driving me crazy. I read the name, and I asked you, I was like, was it Missy Elliott? Was it bad? I was like, what was the music yeah. video? And yeah. then I remembered it was, it was, oops, I did it again. But uh, the I think the year before... Waiting for the Tonight came out. She won the VMA uh, Choreography Award for Live in La Vida Loca. <gasps> oh, Kevin, we're not even talking about living la vida loca on this episode. I know we have oh. to, we have to keep going. Oh, we have to keep Kevin. going. But so Tina oh, Landon, listeners, is a patron we will do. Saint. Oh, we'll do a whole episode on living la vida loca. <laughs> Give us thirteen dollars, and you can have access to our podcast just <laughs> about living la vida loca. Living la vida Tina Landon and a compliment, and we'll 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 dissect it honestly. <laughs> Please, the, listeners, go watch compliment. that video. It's ridiculous. That video is ridiculous. Re- Ridiculous. That's one of the earliest songs I remember as well. I don't remember the music video from when I was a kid, but I remember her skin's the color mocha. I had no idea what that meant, and I was obsessed with that line. <laughs> as a child, you had such particular... I mean... Particular... I, 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 it was all food-related. Um, okay, so I was looking at a list of... Maybe this is on the Wikipedia article or whatever, about, like, mm-hmm. vi- music videos that this is, like, inspired or, like, been compared to. okay. Um, Toxic by Britney Spears. Sure. The I, I know the exact scene where that happens. We can talk about that, yeah. Uh, like I Would by Zayn Malik with the lasers. Uh, yeah, a little, yeah, it's a little bit of a stretch. You're like, yeah, they're lasers. Yeah. The third one is Slow Down by Selena Gomez. Oh, God. So basically this Ugh. music video has... Um, no comparisons. Because <laughs> of those. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> of those, All those music videos we just listed, I was like, they didn't even reference it correctly, I don't, to be honest. It, I went back and I watched them. I was like, I don't really. I was like, what are they talking <sighs> about? What are they talking about? No. 
Um, so when they were making this music video, I was so impressed. So everyone, hmm. you can watch a MTV making the video about waiting for tonight because back in the day, not only did you make a music video, you also made a TV show about making a music video. Oh, that's part of the process. You have to. And you have to go to like dailymotion.com because it's not on YouTube. But if you go to some like third tier mm. video site, you can watch the whole thing. And it's really great. And I like I want to act like in the good old days, they always had like drawn storyboards for this music video. Because they're mm. showing like filming it. And the guy literally comes in with storyboards that are drawn of like what it's going to look like. And I was like, oh my God, I feel like so many music videos we watch now, they're like, I don't know, you'll wear this clothing and you'll be like... We'll serve these looks. By a Let's pool. Let's figure out the sequence. Maybe. Yeah. I, so I was like so impressed that there was like real like work to mm-hmm. plan out. Like the plot of it and the and the angles of it. And, and maybe that like still goes on, but we don't get those good behind the scenes things anymore. We No, we do not. I yeah. know. So I was totally obsessed with it. And you'll love this because this is, I think, still kind of so J-Lo to this day that throughout this video, they're talking about trying to cast the other like girls who are going to be in it with her and mm-hmm. Jennifer Lopez says maybe 50 times I just want them to look real they gotta be real girls like girls like you know like I would actually go to a club with she says real girls so many times and then she and then she starts to get worried that she's overcorrecting, and she's like but I don't want it to look like we only picked real girls on purpose like it's so funny oh my gosh she's like I want to try but also don't try too hard so they Wait, like, make it look natural but also make it look good and so it was like, <laughs> but, I, but I thought that was like really great that even in like 1999 JLo was like no you people are going to want me to fill this with like yeah. Models and stuff. Yeah, and I just want. The but set. she also doesn't want like patasucia girls, like you know, barefoot at the club. She needs she needs the balance here. <laughs> she wants the fucking balance. She doesn't want to look like she's like trying to be humble. She's like, right? She's right, like, look, I've got right. a little bit of money. I can't act like I'm like totally yeah. like oh, I'm a woman of the people. She's you know she's no longer Jenny from the block. No, and so you'll. I mean, this this thing is so great because Tina landed and her. They show her like doing the choreography and stuff, mm-hmm. and they finish doing the choreo. And Tina's like, "Oh, like how's the music video going? You're like shooting on Monday or something." And I think Jennifer Lopez was filming like a movie at the same time or something, and had to take oh, like wow. three days off to film this one. So she's like pressed for time, and Tina landed like, "Oh, how's it going?" And J Lo's like, "I can't pick a girl. I don't like. I can't find someone I really want in this. Like, I can't find someone who's real enough, but also isn't too real." And like. And stressing over oh this. Gosh. And she's like, you know, I just want, like, a girl that looks like you. <gasps> and Tia Landon's like, oh, ha, 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 so funny. And then JLo's like, wait, would you be in this music video? Yeah. Tina Landon is in the music video. Yeah. That's so good. She's the one with, like, the short blonde hair. And so it's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um... Oh, that's so, actually kind of fun. So it's so great. But so then, it's, like, so funny because Tina Landon's, like, in the music video, but then they also have footage of her, like, trying to choreograph it. And the first mm-hmm. scene they filmed was... It's this little... Um, you wouldn't even notice. It's kind of just a, a shot that's laid over towards the end of it where, like, they're, like, a camera's going around J-Lo dancing, like, below her and stuff. So she's kind of, like, it looks like she's floating. Yes, I know. And it's a, a top of the crowd of people. Yeah, it's on top of the crowd of people. It's kind of a minor yeah, yeah, yeah. shot. But they film that first, and it's so funny because they get on set, and J-Lo's in this, like, little tiny dress and these high heels. And I'm like, all right, you're just going to stand on this plexiglass that's, like, 15 feet in the air, and there's no <gasps> railing around it, and we're just going to, like, film all around you. And Tina Landon's like, okay, that plexiglass is four feet wide, and I gave her choreo to take up, like, like a whole, like, spot on the floor in a club. And also, she's in six-inch heels 
and yeah, there's no railing on this. Dangerous. This is dangerous. So literally, Jayla was like, "I'm not Workers wearing comp. liability." So literally, Jayla was like, "I'm not wearing heels and doing this." Like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Like, I'm not wearing these heels and doing this. And also, she's, like, trying to do all of this, like, choreo on this, like, little tiny box and not How fall scary. off of this. That's the first shot of, like, of the whole shoot was this. And I was like, I was like, we treat women so bad. We treat them so dirty. <laughs> Hardest um, thing out of the way, I guess. Yeah. No, and then JLo afterwards is, like, is, like clearly pissed she's clearly like this is this is so Ugh. stupid and it just and again it just reminded me of britney spears like coming back on set after a camera falls on her head but she's so like young and peppy she's like oh no it's fine y'all it's fine y'all we're like, good oh, girl you don't have oh, to no. so you don't have to do this <laughs> going through the music video as it actually happens the beginning it. of it um it, i'm so impressed with it like artistically because all the main colors in this music video is mostly green. But in the beginning of this music video, it's green and orange. And it's just yes. like they're setting the tone with that. And it's like all like kind of setting this mood. And the beats are coming in. There's a little guitar and a little like singing. And all of mm-hmm. those great shots of all of the women sitting in like either a bedroom or a bathroom, like by themselves, oh, like waiting ready. by They're a phone. They're getting ready for tonight. And it's yes. so it's like the oh. t- and like the tiles in the bathroom are this like beautiful like rich green. And then Tina landed like the sitting on this scene. bed, and like you know, it's like the sun is setting, and it sweeps through like this orange, and it's like mm. so. It's like. I'm amazed, like, this whole music video I watched, and I'm like, God, this is a 20-year-old music video that, like, is still good to me. Like, it's not cheesy or anything. No. When that color blocking, like, in, in like, Say My Name is the most famous example. But, like, yeah. also Missy Elliott, some of those shots where you have, like, a background that's, like, one vibrant color. This yeah. was, like, so artistic because then they have these closes of, like, J-Lo, and her skin is, like, lit, and it looks, like, orange as well. And some of the girls are yes. wearing green. And it's, like, so well done. So that's, like, the opening They love sequence. a blur effect, though, Kevin. They love a blur effect. We live for a blur it, effect. They live for the blur. It also felt like, to me, the opening... I don't know why this music video gives me, like, Brasileño vibes. Like, I literally feel like this video was in Brazil for some reason. Um, I don't I mean, know why that concept no, comes to me, but it's the color scheme that makes me feel like it is deeper than a city in Latin America when it most definitely is in LA. <laughs> oh, it's absolutely in the LA Arboretum. But no, but it's I love those colors because they were like very natural, like like orange and green, like such natural. And they were so like vibrant and rich, but they were like tied into like the rooms they were in and their clothing. Yes. Also J-Lo's yes. skin. So it felt like like natural and... It's and complimenting her. It's It was like, I was like so impressed by all that. And mm. but all the girls are in those sequences. They're just waiting. They're, like, forlorn, and they're, like, looking, like, cute but real, and they're waiting for a phone call to come so they can go out they're for waiting night. for tonight. They're waiting yes. for tonight. Call um, the landlines. Call the landlines. So they get their phone call, and they find out they're going to a party in a jungle, obviously. Because oh how many nights have you been at home waiting for a phone call, and then someone's like, yo, I found this party. You got to get in a canoe, take it into the jungle. And Too many. Then it'll be... Too many calls, Kevin. I have to reject them. Why don't you ever invite me to those parties, honestly? <laughs> okay. And so I, what happens next? She gets the call? She They get the call, and they're in the canoes, and that... I think that's where, like, the first verse is actually happening, because there are these beautiful shots that I'm obsessed with of one of the girls is, like, holding a flashlight as they're getting, like, deeper into the leaves and stuff, like, because it's, like, mm. it, you know, like, the sun is setting now. And she's got this flashlight, and then they do these, like, close-ups of J-Lo, where she's being lit by, like, what looks like it's a flashlight. 
And I thought it's just, like, so clever. Like, it was just so clever whoever was like, all right, well, they're going to be in this canoe. Like, they're going to have to have a flashlight. And then someone's like, oh, mm-hmm. well, we can, like, tie that in to even, like, even the close-ups that aren't a part of, like, the narrative shots. We can tie that mm. into the feeling, though. And, and make, make that into like, a transition. It's a transition it's, point, too. It's a, it's a beautiful transition of, like, of, of yep. like we're, like, moving the story along, but we're also, like, focusing on J-Lo and letting her sing into the camera and stuff. So it's super That's great. good. That's like and my... it's not a complicated story either, to be honest. So no. they can take a lot of time to make things feel very subtle and easy. Oh, yeah. And I think that's like one of my... It's, it's, it's just like such a clever shot, like using the flashlight like that, that I'm... Mm-hmm. Whoever came with that, part of me is almost like, I don't know, was like the lighting rig broken that day? And then someone was like, oh, what are we going to do? And they're like, why don't we pretend it's a flashlight? We only need one light for that. And someone was like... Right. Brilliant, Jim. Brilliant, Jim. Like... <laughs> Brilliant, Jim. Um... And then they finally get to the jungle for the party. Mm. And then it's just a lot of J-Lo and her friends dancing. But then you also have the lasers come into play. Oof, those green lasers. You love those lasers. I, so You've that's, been talking about these lasers all week. That is what I remember as a kid. I remember J-Lo in a jungle with green lasers. Like, so vividly. <laughs> because it was like... I don't, it wasn't the first time it's in a music video. I'm sure other people use them. No, but, but the effect was very new. Like, you really did feel like way, that was, whoa. But, like, the lasers, I were, were, were they were still new technology because there's, like, people yeah. talking about them in the behind the scenes where clearly they only sort of know how they work. They were kind of like, don't look at them. We think that's bad for you. But <laughs> also, like... It's and also the way it was being used on her that they, they were like behind, so they have those shots where it's like going through the trees with the lasers and then they're coming up from behind her while she's standing there. You know what it reminded me of? And I didn't see this listed, but I just thought of it. The light is coming by Ariana Grande. If you're Ariana, come let me get you a high five. Light is coming to give back everything the darkness stole. The light is coming to give back everything the darkness stole. Oh, you know what's so funny? I literally just thought of that right now when we were talking. The Light is Coming by Ariana Grande featuring Nicki Minaj. Um, the video is her in woods with just one flashlight kind of focusing on her. Um, yeah, yeah, that and could you, have been an influence, Kevin. And you see in the, what is it, in the Sweetener Diaries that covered Dangerous Woman or whatever. They're, the Dangerous Woman that, Diaries, the, yeah, that yeah. That nonsense is. Um, <laughs> you see when they're filming that video that they have those like the lighting just set up in the woods and during different yeah. shots they just like turn them on and they create that fantastic like effect as they're walking along and use backlight in nature at night it's very cool it's very very cool, cool. and the best part though is that they're showing JLo like filming this with like the lasers behind her and they have it's that so they filmed some of that out doors actually in the arboretum the laser stuff but then they mm-hmm. didn't get enough of the shots so they had to create like a mini jungle on the set on a sound stage and you can tell that they're like clearly pissed they had to do this but they created like another jungle for her to like stand inside of for this wow. and, they, and they set up the lasers and stuff and it's so funny i mean it's funny in a terrible way that j-lo is like walking away and she's like i think those burned me and they're like, what do you mean? <gasps> and the lasers literally were, like, hitting her back and her shoulders. And she had burns on her shoulders <gasps> from the lasers. And everyone no. was like, and everyone was like, oh, I guess they also do that. Like, no one, like, either realized or gave a shit or, like, did the research. But so JLo got burned by those infamous lasers. Um, oh, my gosh. I know. Again, women, they're treated badly. Um, oh my gosh 
I mean, but God bless it. The choreography in that, it, the arms, the the movement of the body, the shaking of the hip. I mean, it's, it worked, Kevin. It's so exciting. It really worked. And so we get through the whole song, and we're like heading towards the end, when all of a sudden we're like, oh my God, this is a Y2K-themed music video? <laughs> because they're like, all of a sudden it's a New Year's <laughs> Eve party, and it's 1999 going into 2000. And they like pause the video, and the clock like ticks down to... Uh, midnight. The clock is ticking down from like a space needle looking building. Yeah, it's very, con- it's all of a sudden everyone's like turned and looking up at this thing in the sky and you're like, where did that come from? I don't understand. And the clock ticks down to midnight and all the power goes out. <gasps> yes, it all goes pitch black in the jungle and they're all like, everyone's like, <gasps> what are we yeah. going to do? What are we going to do? And then <gasps> the power kicks back on. Oh my god! Oh my god! And then the Freaking champagne goes off. The champagne goes off. Waiting for tonight. And you're like, Um, oh, that's why you do a Y2K theme with this music video. Because waiting for tonight, you're like, brilliant, brilliant. Kevin, can I give you a little, like, realization I had? Just thinking about the color schema that you're talking about. Realize me. Realize. Realize. You know, Kevin, realize, realize, realize. Fuck. You, You like that? I like that. You like that? Realize, realize, real eyes. Um, people probably won't understand what that means. Okay. Um, Y2K, green and orange, jungle, darkness, right? This this party isn't happening during the day. We're not no. having a picnic. It's at night. It's at night. Right? Doesn't it remind you of the code, like, in the Matrix? Like, the color <gasps> scheme? Oh. Like, why is this happening in a jungle with shades of green in the dark? With the same colors as what it looked like for code to appear in like movies and action oh, movies. Oh, that's so. Funny. I think that's intentional. <gasps> and yeah. it t- but it ties in brilliantly, like the jungle and like the the computer code thing is in that green. <gasps> oh yes, my god! Yes, it's that blaring green, and then the lasers behind her, also that same color green. Oh my god! And then throughout the jungle, oh my god, that is so. Oh, you're so smart, Jose. I can't. Thanks. That's it's so smart. <laughs> So that countdown happens, and everyone has fun. But then all of a sudden, there are these cutaway scenes of her dancing um, in the water. In the water, and yeah. that's another. I mean, that's another moment where it's like women are treated badly because J Lo also invented something that Pink complained about ten years later. Mm-hmm. I'll have you know, gets on set and they just have they had like sent a crew to Hawaii to like film a waterfall, so she's just gonna play in like an oversized um, kiddie pool, basically. Okay. And she's like, she's like, that water better be warm. And she walks over and it's like cold. And she's cold. like, and she's like, do you want to get in this water? Like, do you, like, I'm sorry, would any of you get in this water right now? And everyone's just like, Whoa. and then she gets no. in the water, like a goddamn professional. But then it's so funny because she's in the water and she's like splashing and playing and like dancing and stuff. And you can tell people on set are like, okay, but the water and the equipment, like, please don't do it too much. And she just fucking goes off in the water. She is just like splashing it everywhere. And people are like, and then some guy's like, I mean, but it's great. It's great footage, though. I mean, I got to give it to her. She's going to break the camera, but first she's going to get the best goddamn tape we have. Like, it is... Yeah, let her do her job. It's, Jeez. It's so funny. So she does that. So then JLo has fun with that. And then that gets... So then that mm-hmm. gets tied into the the, the dancing over people uh, scene towards the end of the music video. And then it just kind of wraps up. And the laser jungle Y2K music video is over. Mm-hmm. I have to say... This is a quirky combination of things, but it makes so much more sense than Titanic and Mars. <laughs> yes. 
This, well, you know what? This music video feels like an actual... It, it feels like this could, one, actually happen. Two, it, it's, the mood is set so well, it feels natural. Like, this didn't feel sticky at all. Maybe the graphics no, of, the, of the countdown up. felt sticky, but the rest of it felt very natural. It, and, I, and I was... Yeah, like 20 years later, I watched it, and I was like, oh, this was really good. Like, I didn't... Yeah. It didn't feel dated. Yeah. So I wanted to talk about all these music videos that came out in like the late 90s early 2000s that were either talking about Y2K or like the future in general and how none of them aged well except for this music video it was so impressive that this one aged like really well and no other music video that pretended to be in the future ever did interesting and the only other one that I could find that was actually referencing Y2K was Larger Than Life by the Backstreet Boys takes place and you're saying it aged well you're saying that that video aged well larger than life by the Backstreet Boys yeah no not at all oh my god no (laughs) no awful nothing about the Backstreet Boys aged well not even the Backstreet Boys aged well (laughs) no it takes place on like um what's the I don't know what the name of the ship in Star Wars that looks like a big old block of cheese is but it looks like it takes place on that <laughs> and the boys are kind of coming to life like Danity Kane and Damaged yeah but also yeah, I see it. they I have see it. weird they have weird future moments where one of them's just on um like a hoverboard racing around on it the CGI wasn't developed Kevin like and and for listeners like all the I think the future, like videos in nineteen from nineteen ninety seven to nineteen ninety nine, that were trying to anticipate what the future looked like, I think went immediately towards CGI. Um, that band Aqua, remember Aqua, who did I'm like a Barbie? Well, they did like way. they did futuristic music videos too. I don't remember their songs, but the CGI is so bad; it's really, really bad. Well, so um, I, was, I was, they weren't ready for that. I was talking to my friend who's like a music mm-hmm. engineering person. And in the 80s, like, computer scientists were, like, creating these new tools for musicians to, to use. Mm. So instead of music developing through musicians, it went through computer scientists. And so then that's why the 80s, all that music has that very specific sound. But it's also, yeah. like, it's also being used way better now than it was back then. Because literally they were just being handed these tools. And they were like, you can make music with this. And they were like, okay, I'll try. <laughs> Let's try it. And sounds I new. I think in the late 90s and early 2000s, like... Like, again, like, computer science was, like, making it possible to render, like, CGI and green screens a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And, again, like, directors and, and, like, movie makers and music video makers were like, oh, well, we got to use all of this stuff. But they didn't actually know how. And they didn't, like, it wasn't good yet. But they, like, threw it all in their music video. And it ages Ugh, so awfully. poorly. And it was. Um, I'm it, blue. I'm a D-Bubba die. Remember that I'm blue. Video? It's so bad. Oof. And it's. Rough. I mean, like, and that's why, like, Missy Elliott was so impressive because she used, like, ki- not really, like, I mean, she kind of used, like, special effects and stuff, but she did yeah. it with such a specific style that, like, it kind of works as, like, an artistic statement. Correct. Whereas, yeah. so, 1999, the new song by Charlie XCX and Troy Sivan is yeah. all, like, a throwback to all of these tropes from the late 90s. And mm-hmm. just them doing it with, like, a good, it's, like, 
it's good special effects imitating bad special effects <laughs> makes you somehow yeah. cringe more because you're like, oh, yeah. this is a perfectly rendered version of what they were going for, and it's still really bad. It's still bad. But I will say, though, I like it because it's... And again, like, we're talking about videos in the late 90s that were trying to reflect what the future would look like. Oh, people were Whereas obsessed. The, right, where they were obsessed. Whereas the music video 1999 by Charlie X. and Troy Sivan is really just reflecting trends that were the most raw and real to what was happening in that time frame. It's not looking towards... It Maybe The Matrix is one moment where, like, they're referencing that. But then they're just doing, like, Sunny D commercials and... Like, things that felt maybe more indicative of what was being, you know, enjoyed at that time. But I think, sense. but I think like, all the things they reference are things that look so, like, silly to us now. Like, they do, I, like they this, do. Like, this, like, the Sunny D and the Skechers oh, and stuff. Oh, the Skechers. Oh, that Skechers. That is... Iconic. Oh, that use of green screen, it can't even be used ironically sometimes, because it's just so, um, yeah... Yeah, that's right. Like, those moments just, like, totally solidify that you're like, oh, my God, people had this new technology, and they wanted to use it to, like, get your attention and be edgy and stuff. But it was, like, so, like, badly done um, by today's standards that I don't, like, I remember... God, I, and it also like renders these that I that I look back and I'm like, I don't remember if when these came out, I thought they were good and they were really cool, or I mm. thought like, oh, that's new and kind of different and weird. Awkward. I don't <laughs> like. I cannot remember. We were young. Everything was attention grabbing, so I think it wouldn't. I think it served its purpose, right? Exactly. Because then there are ones that no, even I was gonna say like was bye 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 kind of doing that. And I was like, not really. <laughs> Not with, like, the room they were dancing. I mean, well, they're dancing in that room, and then they're, like, crawling up the ceiling and whatever. And, you know, they played with camera angles and stuff. But that I can't remember Bye 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 very well as a music video. We'll have to watch that. Oh, oh, Bye 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 is also great because I think it's the one that has... I only know the choreography. It also has the car chase in it. Like, it's great. It has, like, a bunch of pauses throughout it that involve, like, car chases and action sequences. We can do a whole episode about it. It's so funny. And can I take us back to JLo for just one second? Take I, me back I think to JLo. Just want to make sure JLo's given, you know, the proper screen time. Because I think the one thing I noticed watching Waiting for Tonight, and then you sent me another music video. God, I keep forgetting the name of the song. It's a great video. If You Had My Lovin'. If You Had My Lovin'. If You Had My Both those videos reminded me that so far we've reflected on mostly pop stars and divas that have done dance breaks, right? But they always do dance breaks with others. I think JLo, and this has followed JLo's career all the way to On the Floor to today, she will dedicate a dance break that only features her. And she will carry the shot by only dancing in front of the screen. She did that in both um, Waiting for Tonight and and the other one. And um, so, If You Had My Lovin' was J-Lo's, it was actually the second music video she ever made, but it was, like, the first oh. one for her, like, music career, and at least her first mm-hmm. English language one. And that one literally features, that one's, like, so, like, that song is kind of, like, a, sort of a, 
I don't know. It's, a, it's slightly more of an upbeat ballad, sort of, because it's just if it's, you it's R and B. It's R and B. It's R and B, right? Like it's, it's Tony Braxton. It's TLC. Like the, yeah. the beat. It's it's and like the look. smooth and low key, but it's like got like a like a beat to it. But then, about, literally for like forty seconds, somewhere around the bridge, it just turns into this like synthesized salsa. like salsa yeah. music. Synthesized salsa. It, th- and that's why I was I went. Oh, this has been a J Lo trademark to <laughs> like. Provide a 40 to 50 second dance break on her own, nothing around her, that and also we just accept it. But also it isn't the song. Like it's, No, like, not at all. It's not a not remix of the song. It's not a couple of songs. It is so weird. Yep. That yep. literally at the bridge, it just ends, and then this like bad, like computer-generated yeah, like, salsa music starts. And then it's like... It's good, though. It's good. But so she danced that, and that's funny. And that music video also gets to something that I was like, really, I was like, whoa. I was like, was this kind of turning into like a future-looking thing, where the whole premise of it is that J-Lo is either a cam girl... Or I thought she was just developing. I thought she was doing a long distance relationship with the guy on a computer, <gasps> oh! and the music video is him watching her on a computer. By the way, it's a Windows ninety five. Oh, um, or a Mac. I don't even but know. Then, like a, a, you know yeah. what? That makes sense. So it's this like guy sitting at home. He turns on his computer, and J Lo's there. And then there's yeah. all these, there's all these, <laughs> all these shots of cameras in, in like J Lo's house, quote unquote. But yeah, then yeah. in the second verse, that little girl shows up and she's watching like internet TV and she's watching oh, JLo and dancing along. So I was yeah. like, is, is JLo a cam girl in this? Or is she <laughs> in a long distance relationship? Like, what's going on? But it is so, it has so many like futuristic kind of moments in it because when they do, when they mm-hmm. transition between like the dance break and the real song, they go like, and they go through like the ones and zeros and the code and they do this like twisty little thing, like zooming in and out of the computer and it is so bad. (laughs) Even listening to you explain it makes no sense, by the way. So listeners, I think like to make transitions in this this music video, they go through a world of ones and I can't even, can you even explain that in a way that makes sense They're, to the normal person? Literally, it's, again, it's like, not only was the technology, like, emerging and new, but people understanding yeah. the technology was very new. So they yeah, must have been true. like, I literally, I need to see if the Matrix had come out yet. Because mm-hmm. they're just using, mm-hmm. like, binary code. Someone was like, oh, like, computers are just made up of ones and zeros. And then they were like, right, yeah, great, we could use that. <laughs> like, as a storytelling. like use it as, like, a transition yeah. feature. It's so funny. So different from Waiting for Tonight, right? Like, If You Have My Lovin' is using all this technology to try to carry a story that it kind of works, but it's really just a TLC vibe with added effects, yeah. which is fine. But Waiting for Tonight like, really made sure to set its own environment for it to work. And it, and I don't know if it's because it relies on like real storytelling or it was like real like... You know, like hand-drawn storyboards beforehand, mm-hmm. or, or real girls, or whatever. What it was that they could use the technology of like that dance sequence and the waterfall stuff and the lasers, and this whole—I mean, this whole premise that this is all about the future and waiting for the yeah. end of the world or whatever. But like twenty years later, you're not so embarrassed watching it. <laughs> and it, how do you create music videos that are timeless? You know, it, exactly. It's a fascinating thing about like. Like, what has to go first in the process? And I think when you go technology first, like, oh, we have this new thing, you're you're probably going to to screw up the the storytelling or yeah. the tone or whatever. Because I just, 
you know, I feel like so often you you watch like I mean I I've already mentioned Danny Kane's damage, but yeah. that music video, you can tell that you were like, Oh my god, someone was like, We just hired this new guy, he's great at computer graphics or something and they just like made a whole music video around like that special effect and it's like it's mm-hmm. so bad and there's something like like maybe it's like all like narrative art forms or something like you have to start with the story and then like find the tools to help you like render the story but you can't just be like oh we have this cool thing like can we work everything around it because you're like no no you're gonna no. you're gonna make Larger than life by the Backstreet Boys, and it's gonna look so bad in twenty years. You're gonna mess it up, Brenda. You're going to mess yeah. it up, Brenda. Because I'm so. I mean, like I, f- like waiting for tonight, like could come out today, and I think it would hold up. Yes, and it just because it, it it embodies nature. I will also say that I want to maybe just give a slight nuance about putting Latinas against nature. <laughs> As, <laughs> yeah, please, like, no, please do. Yeah, I, I think like so. This is maybe the reason why, like when you first brought up this music video. I remember her in a jungle, and my immediate reaction is, why? <laughs> yeah. Why? Exactly. I, well, <laughs> no, like, I it's my it's my inner, like, you know, what was Hollywood conceptualizing uh, against, like, you know, and, I, like, brown and, like, you know, Latina bodies, right? And, like, what does it mean for... What did, what did general America, to be a crossover success in the United States, especially for the, uh, like, the person who embodied Selena... Like, what does it mean to be crossover successful in a mainstream sense, right? And so I think it was interesting that, like, Whenever, Wherever by Shakira... I'm using Shakira because I think she has the same element of success in crossover yeah. to the United oh, States totally. as, as, a, as a visual format and a musical format. And, like, watching Whenever, Wherever and watching the same moves in Waiting for Tonight, it makes me wonder, like, what, why we wanted to typecast like any music video with Latina to be against a form of nature. And I think I'm still thinking about that. Right. Like, and it's not like every music video JLo's in that context. Right. And hardly, I think it's no. only this one that she really gets into that element, but I think it's fascinating. Um, and I, I think that even that scene where JLo's in the body of water, like in, in waiting for tonight, like we see those shots with like women of color in different videos streaming into like there are there is um, massive attack by Nicki Minaj has that exact similar format of being in the water. I don't know. There's something about like putting women in nature that uh, always like makes me raise my eyes and think why? How does this advance the story and why were they placed in that story? So that's, yeah, that's my rap because <laughs> I really because no, I think that's so good to point out because as I was like thinking of this I was like oh the green and the orange like that's so good and then when I realized that like her her literal skin color was kind of being tied into that I was a little bit like oh I don't uh, I don't know how that you makes don't me know. feel you don't I mean, know if you it know, compliments was... you don't know if it compliments and if it's intentional or if it's like a way to exoticize which I think I would side with it's like trying to exotify these women and make it more appealing so it it sets a little bit of like a no, ooh, I don't it's, know. it's a weird thing but then I also watch like JLo being involved in the production of this and like having strong mm-hmm, opinions mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. like standing up for herself that I go mm-hmm. well I don't know it worked really well as a music video like it didn't like you know and it, and so it, is it hard to see the forest for the jungle or whatever you know like was this just a really good concept Agreed. that happens to be Latina but also I wonder it's a weird 
you know, I kind of go like, well, if it was a white girl, would I think that was even weirder? I don't, it, it becomes a weird thing of like. No, because white girls just don't get put in, like, I'm, I'm yeah. just saying that like, that's just, they just don't. So yeah, it's no, like, right. I don't, yeah, <laughs> so I don't, I don't know if it would be weird because we go like, oh no, only women of color are, you know, primitive or live in jungles or whatever. Or if I would just be like, who is this white girl from Pennsylvania? Why is she in a jungle? Like, I don't know if I would look at it and I'd be like, that's really silly. Like, she's from Minnesota. There's no I just think it's context, context, context. Like, what is the context of this person? Why are yeah. they there? What is the story? Well, yeah. how much control do they have in that story? And, like, even I still, even though, of course, like, there's behind the scenes where J-Lo looks as, appears as if she's having a real direction within it. It still makes me raise an eyebrow to like why. Well, no, and it's, and it's her first album and stuff. Oh no, and she's and yeah. she's a woman of color. Oh no, 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 I, I don't, I don't think that means she was totally in control. But I think, but it, she but, great. It, she but, it ma- <laughs> but it makes me pose a question of like, I don't know, like I don't, I, I don't want to be the guy who's like, who's like, oh, clearly she's being objectified and 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 they're being like racist and all this stuff because I'm like, I, well, I, I don't know, maybe J Lo liked it. I, who who am I to tell J Lo her music video was racist and she got played? I'm like, I, I don't know. Uh, right uh, she should tell me if that's what happened yeah well and again like it doesn't and i think the whole basis of this and reflecting on this isn't only saying like if j-lo the authority to understand that right is like or is is j-lo says it's not then it's not it's more like let's just observe for what it is and if i see i only will say it when i see the trend and I see the context. And it doesn't maybe upset me as much here because the music video is done really well and it's it seems to be telling a larger story. Um, whereas I could I can point out other music videos where I'm like, this is purely exploitation. Because I and I think the thing that makes it a little bit different, at least mm-hmm. for me, is that the jungle is sort of where it starts and ends, with that maybe kind of exoticizing mm-hmm. vibe. Mm-hmm. There's no uh, no, no, no. I, I'm with you. There's many ways where that could have gone wrong. There's many ways where it could have gone wrong, and it didn't feel to me like it no, went there. And it's like, no, and it's like uh, weird and kind of funny that I think of the, um, is it Pound the Alarm with Nicki Minaj where she's at like Carnival and Trinidad? Mm-hmm. And they're in like those outfits. Yeah. Which are like the totally traditional outfits. That it's yeah. that it involves more of a specific cultural element, right? And she's returning home. That's her. That's exactly. her going home. Yeah, and she's going home. But like, so if so, if Jennifer Lopez was like in the jungle and they tried to tie in some Puerto Rican thing, like you know, I'm like, if they yeah, was, I get you. Like in the middle of a junque, just being like, yeah, it, but again, like. The context for even Pound the Alarm with Nicki Minaj is that she's returning somewhere, and they make that very clear. Like the context is so well yeah, set. Yeah, but I, th- you know? but I think just the jungle alone, it, it's enough for me to like raise my eyebrows. But then when they don't try and like play on a currency of like Puerto Rico or something, that I'm like, oh, you're like, it kind of makes me go, well, jungles are also just places. You know, like I'm like, I don't uh, know. yeah, this you is know. a backdrop. Yeah, you, and it doesn't even stay that long in there. You know what I mean? Like it is set there, but it's really about her, like with these it, with this crowd thinking about Y two K. And like, it's it, also it used as just like the setting for like the hideaway. You know, like the whole exactly. premise of it is she's exactly. going to like some underground underground like rave or something. So they have to go like hideaway in the jungle or something. Just like narratively, yeah. you're like, oh, a jungle kind of makes sense here. You know? Yeah. Um, but no, but I, but I did, but I did, ha- I, I did have that moment where I was like, where I was like, oh, her skin is the same color as the theme. I was like, ooh, is that, is that smart or is that? Weird? I mean, the lighting is good as long as the lighting is featuring her <laughs> and making her the folk. I'm not kidding. Like that's really like if anything, if as long as it like doesn't appear appear harsh on her, like I think that's a good. Thing. And it doesn't whitewash her. That's what I'm saying. Like it, 
compliments her. Where I was like, I was like, no, it was like this orange color. It was this like rich, clearly non-white woman. Yeah, so I, I it's don't good. Know. It's so it's so funny, but um, yeah. Well, all right. Anything okay. else? I think I've let all my thoughts out. Good. Well, this is waiting for tonight by Jennifer Lopez. I'm Jose, and I'm Kevin. Bye. Bye. Sorry, I know this is a podcast about music videos, but wait, can we just spend... I would like to spend this episode about how we would change the game clue.